Welcome to the Rock Podcast. We believe this podcast is built on the rock and will teach and equip you for the works of ministry. We believe and trust God that the teachings will give you the keys to enter into a deeper revelation of the Word. We pray that the Holy Spirit will ignite an unstoppable fire in you and that it will transform you and every place you set your feet. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, hello everybody and welcome to today's episode of The Rock Podcast. My name is Peter and it's so good to be with you today. And today we're going to be speaking about what on earth is the anointing. What on earth is the anointing? And this is made necessary by certain movements we are seeing in the world at this moment. We're seeing a growth in atheism by 2.7% per year, while Christianity is only growing by 0.6% per year. Um, and although we are seeing a lot of people in, uh, in Islam uh, being converted to Christianity, we're also seeing the reverse. And there are so many more challenges in the world at this moment that makes it necessary for the anointing of God, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, to be be released upon this world so that everyone can see and know that Jesus Christ is Lord. So, so that again is why uh, what today's episode is so necessary, um, so that we are able to move into that place where uh, where we can once again see the fresh outpouring, a fresh revival um, of God sweep across the nation. And uh, and of course, over the last couple of weeks, uh, we've seen the revival in Asbury uh, in in the U.S. We've seen so many universities. Uh, being swept up uh, by the fire of the Holy Spirit, by a repentance and worship revival, uh, which has been so amazing and so good to see, but more is needed. That was only the ignition point. That was only the beginning of, uh, of what we believe God is about to release upon this world, what God is about to release upon this earth. And, and you know, a, a, a lot of people over the last while have, have, have told us, but, uh, but Peter and Rick, the Bible says in the last days, things will only get darker. But but here's the point that I want to make today. As things get darker, the light will shine brighter. And uh, and we often think that, uh, that when the Bible speaks about and talks about the, the latter days, when the Bible talks about the darker days, we often think that uh, that things are only supposed to get worse. Um, but, but that very prophecy was never meant for the church. The church is supposed to shine brighter. The darker the night, the brighter the light. And uh, and the fresher and the faster the revival is supposed to be. Um, so so that is, that's again why uh, why today's episode is so necessary. So uh, um, so so let's jump straight into it. Um, if we if we start speaking about revival, revival means to be resurrected in spirit and saturated with Jesus. To be resurrected in spirit and saturated in Jesus. It means it means that our people that. It means that believers, the righteous of God, are awoken in their spirit that the person of Jesus so saturates them that he basically overflows out of every aspect of their being. And 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 this is so beautiful. And this is uh and this is something that we're we're honestly missing in so many churches. Um, Reinhard Bonnke, the uh, the founding evangelist of Christ for All Nations, the Christ for All Nations ministry, which has over eighty million recorded salvations, uh, has, has has this great quote that he uh, that he used to uh, used to use, and he said, "The the less Holy Spirit we have, the more cake and tea we need." And we often see this in churches. We often see that um, the less Holy Spirit movement we have, the less resurrection power we have. 
have, the less revival we have, the more things we need to do, the more lights we need, the more uh, uh, production value we need to have uh, in a church, in a ministry, in order to get people there. And, and this is the sad reality about when we miss the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit. We need to start doing things to make up for the very fact that we lack the Holy Spirit. And that is what I want to encourage you today, my friend. I want to encourage you to start moving in the Holy Spirit again, to start moving in the resurrection power again, and to start moving in the fire and the anointing of the Holy Spirit again. For, for, for this is what we know of this time. Even though uh, the world will get darker, the church will get brighter. Esther 4 verse 14. You, my friend, were born for times such as this. So, Hosea 4 verse 8 says this. It says, my people perish due to a lack of knowledge. My people perish due to a lack of knowledge. And, and you know, over, over the last couple of decades, we've always preached that uh, that the knowledge that we lack is the knowledge of the word. And that might be true, but, but there's more to this verse. Um, so if we go to Habakkuk 2 verse 14, it says, For the earth shall be filled with the what? With the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So what is the knowledge that we lack? It is the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. We are we are lacking a gloryful church. We are lacking the manifestation of the glory that, uh, that accompanies the anointing of the Spirit. So the glory of God is what? The glory of God is the weighted presence of God. It is uh, in, in the Greek word for glory is doxa, meaning the beauty, the very beauty of God himself. And uh, and, and and what is so beautiful about, uh, about the glory, the weighted presence, the the beauty of God is the moment you experience the beauty of God. You've got no other choice other than to do what the angels did in Isaiah 6, and that is to fall on your face and worship him, saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. So the very moment you experience the weighted presence and the, the beauty of God, when you see him face to face, you start to worship him. And that, my friend, is the very effect of the anointing on your life, is that people will start to experience the glory glory of the Lord. When people perish due to a lack of knowledge, the people of this earth need to start experiencing the glory of the Lord again. They need to start seeing Him face to face. And this is where the anointing of God comes in. This is where the anointing of God becomes so important. So we read in, uh, so we read in Acts 10 verse 38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And He went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. So Acts 10.38, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. So, so there's always a purpose and a person in the anointing. They anointed him uh, with the Holy Spirit and with power. And then it was a purpose and action. The purpose and action was this. It was to do good and heal all who were under the power of the devil. So in that very moment, you are anointed with the, with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It starts to drip from your very being onto those around you in such a way that all are healed who are under the power of the devil. So, so, so here's the beautiful thing about the anointing. The anointing has a purpose and it has an action. The anointing drives you to do good and heal 
all. So the anointing drives you towards taking action. It drives you to do good and heal all, of course, through the power of the Holy Spirit. But what is the purpose of the anointing? The purpose of the anointing is, again, to reveal the knowledge of the glory of God. In other words, in other words it is to show people Jesus, to show people Jesus. That is the goal. That is the purpose of the anointing of the Spirit of God. That is the purpose of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. It is to reveal Jesus. It is to reveal the very person of God, the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, to bring people into a place of healing, intimacy, and love for Jesus. That is the purpose of the anointing. And the action of the anointing is to do good and heal all. But here's here's the, the, the beautiful thing about the anointing. We often think, we often get this question. What on earth is the anointing? The anointing is the Holy Spirit. That is what it is. There's nothing more to it. There's nothing less to it. The anointing of God is the Holy Spirit, but it is a supernatural function of the Holy Spirit. For see, when the Holy Spirit manifests inside of you, he manifests his uh, is, is anointing in such a way that others can see the glory of God when you open your mouth, when you lay hands on people, and even when your shadow falls upon them. There's something that happens when the Holy Spirit uh, anoints you. In other words, the word anointing refers to an outpouring of oil. So in a, in the Old Testament times, uh, the, the the shepherds would usually take a, a whole flask of oil and just pour it out on the heads of their sheep, and this and as well was uh, was was meant for protection from uh, from all kinds of infestations and bugs and and, and all these things. But it was also but it was also used by, uh, by, by prophets, by priests, by kings to anoint them into a place of authority, uh, to anoint them into a certain position, into a certain role, a position of power. So it was uh, uh, the anointing was on the one hand in the Old Testament times was used uh, uh, for protection, but was also used to anoint someone into a position of power and authority. Authority with uh, with all with all the resources needed to accomplish the very mission of that role. So this is what the anointing of the Holy Spirit does. The anointing of the Holy Spirit is a supernatural function of the Holy Spirit, uh, and it's the Holy Spirit that manifests in such a way inside of you that saturates you in such a way that others can see the glory of God upon you. But the anointing of the Holy Spirit also promotes you into a position of power and authority with all the resources of heaven to be able to uh, uh, to be able to reveal the glory of God to others and uh, and and again this is the beauty of the anointing of the holy spirit so there's always a connection between uh, between the anointing of the holy spirit a, a manifestation of the glory of God and a and a promotion into a spiritual position a position of power uh, and the last thing on the anointing for today is in, in, and of course, this is a much bigger study, much larger study on the anointing. But uh, in, in, in Acts eleven twenty six, we we read about when the Christians were, uh, or, or when the believers were first called Christians. And the word Christian uh, comes from, uh, or is derived from the word Christ. And the word Christ means the anointed one. The word Christian means little anointed ones. And that is why, uh, why I always cringe in my spirit when someone says, I'm, I'm only spiritual, I'm not a Christian, although they're a follower of Jesus. 
The moment you deny the very name, the very word Christian, you start to deny the anointing that comes along with Christ. And and again, that is why it's so important to understand our positions in the kingdom, to understand uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you this today, my friend. Uh, if, if you have received Jesus Christ, Acts 2.38 says that you've also received the Holy Spirit. You are His anointed one. If you can uh, declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, uh, 1 Corinthians 12, then that means you have received the Holy Spirit. And that means you are anointed by His Spirit. You are anointed to reveal Jesus. You are anointed to reveal uh, to reveal His glory. You are anointed. You have been promoted into a position in the kingdom uh, so that others can see Jesus and come to a place of salvation. So, uh, so may it be like that for you today. Let's walk in the anointing of the Spirit. Let's walk in the in, in a manifestation of glory and may Jesus use you mightily, my friend. The anointing is a choice. Choose to operate in it today. Bless you, my friend. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please send an email to info at therock-podcast.com. Bedankt dat je vandaag naar de podcast geluisterd hebt. Als je vragen hebt of in contact wil komen, stuur gerust een e-mail naar info at therock-podcast.com. Dank je dat je naar vandaag zijn potgooi geluisterd hebt. Als je enige vraagt of met ons wil contact maken, stuur gerust een e-post naar info at therock-podcast.com. Vielen Dank dat Sie zich in podcast heute aangehoord hebben. Als Sie vragen hebben hoe de contact afnemen mogen, zenden Sie bieten een e-mail aan info at therock-podcast.com. Thank you.